What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 51 of Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast. Remember, if you like Xbox or video games in general, make sure to join us live every Thursday over here on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning on your favorite podcast service. If you could, even if you watch on YouTube, please head over there, drop us a rating uh, on whatever podcast you, you want to listen on. You know, I have 43% of you just pulling that number. Maybe I got it from somewhere. Uh, listen on Apple Podcasts. So when you're over there, why not drop us a review, a rating? More people will come. We'll build a little community here. Uh, anyway, it really does help us, and we do appreciate it. But enough pandering. Uh, I'm Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and today I am joined by my good buddy Tom and Garrett. So, Tom, how are you doing today? I'm pr- pretty good, man. I've been gaming pretty much all day in preparation for uh, what you're playing. So, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I barely get any playtime. So, I'm pretty interested in what I've been ta- playing. So, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Garrett, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. There's been way too much coming out in Game Pass over the last little bit. Like, I'm swamped. Oh, yeah, oh. man. I'm just oh. like, I'm looking at that list and I'm just like, oh my God. When it, I'm yeah, not going to find a time to play these. I turn on my Xbox and like, look, just look at what I've been playing lately. I've, there's been a lot. So, yeah, yeah. I've um, seen you. I've seen you on there playing some, some games. Uh, yeah. Tom, you as well. Well, I mean, I'm great. I'm excited about what's coming to Game Pass. So, if you guys want to jump into it, we can. Okay. I guess so. All right. Well, if you're new here, every week we like to start by asking one simple question, and that question is, "What you playing?" So, Tom, you're pretty jazzed up. What you playing? So right now, I'm playing Diablo 2 Resurrected. I finally decided Ooh. to pull the trigger. I know they were having a bunch of launch issues, and I, there was I, I was a little hesitant with the game because yeah, I did play Diablo 2 a little bit back in the day but i never got into it it was mainly my dad's game he had he had it on his pc i don't even know if he ever touched it but i tried it and i don't know it's just some of the mechanics in the game that they were talking about felt looked sounded a little dated and you know obviously it's a game that's what 20 years old now at this point mm-hmm. yeah but i'm i'm glad i pulled the trigger on the game right now i'm playing a uh, necromancer i'm classic yeah i mean yeah. i'm towards i'm towards the so tail end of the act walk? one what do you mean the walking is oh, slow just, oh no just because like necromancer has always sort of been comedically overpowered in the diablo series yeah so, so you I, just end up walking through the game i looked it up and i was like well if you're if you're new at diablo 2 you know necromancer is the easiest one i was like oh you know what I don't need the action. I'll just summon a bunch of skeletons, some golems, and just walk around, and they'll just slap everyone while I'm looking at my phone until they kill all the mobs. But it's <laughs> right, it's great getting XP, getting through the story. Uh, um, there's actually a cool feature that I didn't even know was part of the game that you can swap over to the old graphics, and it looks like straight garbage. By the way, <laughs> it's it goes to 800 times 600 resolution. It looks Ooh, nice. pixelated as hell. Uh, and the frame rate has to be like 10 FPS or something. It like jitters around and bounces around all hold over. Up, the hold up, it changes back to the original frame rate. Yeah, dude. It, yeah, yes. It oh. is. So you don't want to play like that at all. I play in performance mode with the actually updated graphics, and it looks and feels smooth. But I, There's you know, I jump just around. So that you know that you've upgraded. 
Yeah. He's <laughs> like, this is how it was. Don't play it like this, guys. It actually looks yeah. like garbage. Um, but yeah, I'm having fun with that. Uh, I also have been playing Tales of Arise. Yeah, you have. Uh, I've been seeing it. I'm still so behind. Uh, so I just defeated the second boss of the game. Yes, and it says I'm 16 hours in. So am I playing it really slow? You are going incredibly slow, my good sir. Okay, what, so I... <laughs> what difficulty are you playing on? Moderate. All right, that's what I played on. You're you're going very slow. I don't know how. I'm going. Is it a very like beautiful game? Is he just like walking down the hallway? Just ah. It's, no, it's, I don't think the game looks fine. beautiful at all. It just it's an it's okay fine. looking game. Uh, no, I I find myself diverting and killing every single mob in the map, and leaving the area, coming back to that same area to kill them all over again to level up again. I don't yeah. know why I'm doing that. It's yeah, that's kind it. of the way I play. I did, I did that at the start too. Don't don't bother. One run through is enough. Just kill them once and then move on. Like find the collectibles in that area, the little hoodles. Hoodle. And then no. uh, so I I I had to, especially with the second boss. He I found him extremely difficult. Okay. Compared to the very first one. He has Well, yeah, he's got that stupid move where he um makes clones of himself. Yes, and, and then it one-shots yeah. you, and I had to figure out on my own how to defeat him because I was getting one-shot, and it was fun. It was fun learning, but, man, that guy was hard as hell. So if you if you want a tip for how to survive bosses, um, like overpowered one-hit kill moves, uh, if you can't stop them, because you can stop them, um, there's usually a trick, but save your breaks, like your, your D-pad moves, and then use them when he casts his mystic art because then you get the invincibility frames and then you won't die. Well, the thing is that the game just taught you that like towards that, right before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, I guess I have to use it now. This new mm -hmm. thing you guys showed me. So it was a little harder, but it makes yeah. sense after afterwards. But I'm liking the game. I still don't like the world of the game. It still looks a little weird to me. Uh, I really wish that the NPCs... Like, felt alive like i'm running through the second town which looks really good uh but everything just feels dead because no one's moving they're just standing there like statues and it's the most annoying thing and that's a tales classic man it doesn't have to be that way though it does not have to be that's, i mean again yeah, that's a weird thing like if i'm gonna just like come in from an outside perspective that's a very odd thing to be a classic yeah, exactly. You would think that's something they changed. Everyone's stationary. Yeah. I imagine that everyone in Zelda and Morrowind was too, but they all eventually got legs. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm liking the story of the game, at least. So that's what's keeping me through it, and I like the combat. But that's just the one thing that puts me off every single time. And besides that, I haven't played anything else this week. Okay. Alright. Well, those are two good choices. I was thinking about the i've been eyeing diablo too i keep going to the store and i'm like do i want to play this like is this something i need to spend 40 dollars on and then like i leave the page and i was like i'll, I'll keep <laughs> thinking about it some more and that's been me for like the last two weeks now so i just <laughs> haven't thing. pulled the trigger uh melee bombers in the chat he says the second boss isn't hard you just need to use laws boost break 
this pattern continues for literally every boss fight. Yeah, I learned that because he had the shield that kept going up, and then you have to like break it off with law until he eventually uh, shatters, it. and then he becomes dirt easy after that. But I didn't figure that out until I died like three times. And he follows it up with literally almost every JRPG as NPCs that are stationary. Why would I want characters that move and I have to search for them? That's a good point. There, you know, searching for them after the fact would be annoying. Okay, well, but and they could move around the store. Yeah, they you, can can't, you can't look around in a square. Some of these towns are big, man. I would not. I'd be annoyed like, if I had to like. Or like, okay, let, let's take a half and half version like Skyrim, where there was like the people who had like their daily route. You could catch them on like the way to their house or whatever. But for the business hours of the day, you knew where they were at. Bottom I think, I think that's a Western RPG thing. Like that's the difference between Western and JRPGs. I will like, say Final Fantasy VII Remake, the worlds there felt like the characters there felt more alive, even though they didn't move around as much, but they did move a little bit. See, but I guess that game just did something good about it. I don't know. The, everything felt nice in there. I like Tales more than Final Fantasy VII Remake. I did not like running through the world in Final Fantasy because I was like, they're in my way. Get the get out of the way. Like I'm trying to run here and you're walking in front of me. Like, Move. But it felt, but it add, it adds to the ambiance, you know. The ambiance of them living in a crap hole. Yeah, I gotcha. I mean, not that tails is much better. <laughs> they literally live in like concentration camps, so they're uh, not uh, not better off. But Garrett, I'm a, I'm gonna head over to you, buddy. What you been playing? You said you've been doing a lot uh, of gaming. I've been, yeah, I've been. I pretty much let my gamer gamer ADD go once again. So I'm not going in any particular order. I just sort of went to the bottom of my uh, installed games. I'm working way up on what I've been playing. So, like, put a bit of time into Super Liminal. Or is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what yeah it's I called. think so. That's the puzzle yeah. game, right? Yeah. Yeah, where you just, like, you grab an object and then you use your perspective to uh, enlarge or shrink it to complete your puzzle. It's mm -hmm. a very interesting con like concept. And like I went through good enough and uh but like 45 minutes in I find myself in a puzzle where I just can't find an object left or right to do something with. So I'm like walking around the room and now I'm like clicking on lights and light switches and other odds and ends and things. But uh so I was playing that and then like I'm supposedly the group crafting guy, so I had to try that Breath Edge on Game Pass. I don't even know what that is. Um, think like Subnautica, but in space. With a I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows what Subnautica is, man. I know oh, the, only, the only thing I know of Subnautica <laughs> is I see people swimming in water. Oh, yeah. I also played that this week. Put ten yeah. hours into it, <laughs> and below zero because it came Breath out. Edge? Oh yeah, into below zero. Yeah, I'm getting there. See. Like, there's a lot of stuff that has come out. It's been a tight week. And then, like, I've still been playing Civilization. I'm really liking that. Uh, found out, like, it has a very weird loophole when it says it's crossplay. So, That's like, it says it's crossplay, right? But it's mm -hmm. only that PC players can play with other different versions of, like, Linux or Mac, and console mm -hmm. players can play with other versions of consoles. They can't crossplay. Are you yeah, actually playing cool. it online? Yeah, I tried like entering like the online thing, and like me and my buddy sat down until like he actually looked it up. 
He's like, oh, that's a very I can't odd play thing that to game say. Online. That... Dude, when I played yeah. it, when I when I had the game and I played it online, me and my buddy did it, and our campaign lasted like two, uh, 15 hours, maybe. Oh yeah, it's no, not dude. it's not fun, but it's not fun online. I'd rather just play alone at that point. No, but you could just play a tiny map with just yourself and do speed runs. So like every well, no, dude. Obviously, we want the days. we want a fully populated map with twelve different nations battling it out. Come on. Well, yeah, I know that's what he wanted to. Is like, let's do a huge Earth game because, like, in this one, you could get like a representation of the entire Earth, and like, if you choose the United States, your first city actually is New York and whatnot. Like, that's how it plays out. Represent, yeah. But uh, so, like, I was doing that, played a little bit of Diablo three just because I got the stacked edition and uh, Subnautica event. But uh, we already talked about that. Very pretty game, like bloody hell, it's beautiful. I'm liking that. Um, uh, played a bit more State of Decay, but uh, that one I just find myself getting a little bit bored of now just because, like, I started that game over like 20 times and uh, played some Diablo 2. Oh, and I tried to get like Fortnite, I was playing a bit off and on again, but it kicked me out, and I don't know what happened to it this week. Doing you a favor, yeah. It like that's what my buddy said. I was like, yeah. At this point, I could probably just leave it the hell alone because, like, I have it wouldn't let me log in, so I uninstalled it, turned off the Xbox, did everything but actually like full on restart the thing, and it won't let me in the game. So it's like, eh. At this point, it's not that big of a loss. And yeah, uh, yeah, I was gonna try the Artful Escape, but I never got around to it. There, that was this week's Gary. Man, gaming you're all over the place. Do you ever think really? about just like sticking to a game and like beating it? No, I understand him though. This is why I haven't beaten a game since I, don't. Of, I start games, I play maybe an hour or two, then I get bored and play another game, and then I just never go back. Yeah, no. but do you know, notice that like I only like to pick one or two of the same genre? Like, I'll get like a yeah, I'll it's like get, all survival. Uh, yeah, you yeah. love your survival games that never I do end. I like my survival games. It's, it's always like a thing, a process to it. Well, as long as you're having fun, buddy. Uh, I'll, I'll jump into what I've been playing. I've been playing way less than you guys uh, because unlike you, you guys over here, all these games have come out and I'm like, there's been nothing. It's been dead right now. I'm waiting. I'm like, when is a game going to come out? Because I played uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. And yes, it's pronounced Kena, not Kena Bridge of Spirits, as some people like to say. Uh, I played that over on PlayStation. That's a timed exclusive, so it should be coming to Xbox probably in a year, six months. But that is the best PS2 game on a PS5 that you could play. And what I mean by that is like, it is, you ever played Jack and Daxter? It reminds me a lot of Jack and Daxter. So you have like kind of a, there's like a combat, but it's a little stiff. It has puzzle solving, platforming elements, collect-a-thon, a uh, little thing going on where you got to find some stuff. Like in Jack and Daxter, it's like you got to find the orbs. In Kena, it's like you got to find these uh, these relics. And um, you got to find these rot little creatures. They're like the cutest little things. I did a whole, a whole review on our channel for it. So go check it out if you haven't. But I love this game. 
this game, it came out, it started at like an 80 on Metacritic, and everyone's like, oh my god, another another W for PlayStation, you know. Uh, it's at an 82 now, which I think is probably where it, it kind of probably deserves to be, since there are some technical issues. There are lots of people getting like game-breaking bugs, getting hard-locked at places. Um, I did get the Platinum for this. And of course you did. Of yeah, course you did. I mean... Come on, a collectathon game. I'm I'm there. The only the Where only was the picture in chat. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel like bragging. I didn't feel like bragging. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only trophy that was like hard is the one where you're supposed to beat it on the hardest difficulty. But luckily, your boy got to the end of the game when there was an exploit where you save at the final thing, start a new game, then load up your previous save. And for some reason, it thinks that you like if you change the difficulty before you start a new game, it's like, oh, you must be on the you must have beaten the game on the highest difficulty. Uh, that's been patched out now, so I got in right you, under the you wire. Save some time. That's you right. Save yourself in. some time. Like save myself like eight hours and a lot of uh, frustration because this game, while it looks beautiful, it's very like animated. It's it's colorful. It's like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Uh, it's this hard as shit, man. It's, is it really that hard? Yes, it's the boss fights are incredibly difficult. I had to drop it down to story mode for some like to the final boss, and then there's one before it. Like normal is doable, but it can get frustrating. Like I died quite a few times. Um, but higher difficulties, I'm like you're reaching Dark Souls territory, and I'm like I, I'm not dealing with this nonsense. Like this, I thought this was gonna be a kids game. Why are you making me fight these difficult? monsters i mean it wouldn't be so bad if the combat was a little smoother i think because that is really like and i dinged it in my in my review for it the combat's a little stiff and they give you like a bow and arrow that's probably my preferred way to fight but they give you like bombs they expect you to throw and it's it's none of it's really that fluid uh so combat is is not the best it's passable at best but i think the the world is great the story's fine uh the collectibles are good so I love this game. It's not like game of the year, but I think it's a good solid game. I'm just glad that they're making games like this again. Like the Ratchet and Clank, the Kana. These are like you said, real throwbacks of PS2 era games like Jack and Daxter, uh, Tacking the Power of Juju. Yeah. Uh, was it not really Sly Cooper sort of? No, not really. it's, not, it's not really Sly Cooper-ish. Um, More Ratchet and Clank for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jack and Daxter is probably the closest thing I would compare it to. If we had to, you know, you navigate around like a little hub world, the different areas to go off to from this hub world, and then, you know, platform, little platforming here and there, but and it's not made, like banjo. Made it bomber said, well, uh, well, then they should spell it phonetically correct, and people would say it correctly. So, made a bomber, like English True. is one of the most like, when is anything phonetically correct in English though? Now, you know. We have some we have some weird ass words that don't sound like don't look the way they sound. It's just the way it is. Knife. Knife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I uh, I beat I beat Kana since I, I last presented what games I'm I'm checking out here. Other than that, I've been playing a lot of Halo Master Chief Collection. Hit up hit up my brother. Hit up my friend. We've been playing a lot of hours into multiplayer right now. Um, it's a, it's a great time, man. I forget how much I love Halo. There are a few matches where I'm like, this this sucks, getting my ass kicked. 
uh, mainly in Halo 4 because it's just a garbage game. I don't, it's awful. Who who made some of the maps in Halo 4? Yeah, the multiplayer does suck in that one. Did, did you get a chance to play the mo- on the beta, by the way? Of Infinite? No, I did. No, I did get. Um, the, are you in the new one? Yes, I am okay, in the new good. one. Xbox sent me a message last night. I'm gonna since my I'm I'm like busy this weekend. I'm like going apple picking and all that. So like Sunday night, I think is when I'm gonna hop into the Halo Infinite because it's like eight to midnight or something. So I'll probably play then. Yeah, I, I think, think it lasted a third of October. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably hop in Sunday, um, maybe a little before then, if I can get into the earlier session too, because I do want to check out Halo Infinite. I've seen some sweet clips, so I'm pretty excited, especially because I've been playing a bunch of Halo, playing a few story missions here. I'm like, man, I love Halo. So good. Um, Other than Halo, I've been playing FIFA for God knows what reason. You know, sometimes it's fun. Most of the time it's infuriating and I'm like, the point of this uh my my group's like we we get fifa 22 i'm like i ain't paying 70 dollars for that garbage <laughs> like i was like maybe if it's 60 i went and i was like why is the series x version 70 dollars and i was like they really doing this they didn't really... they make the hair physics even better this time yeah, man i can't even i i just <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not doing it i'm gonna wait for it to come to game pass in like six months and then i'll and then i'll play it but that's all I've been playing. I'm I'm really just waiting for Nick All Stars on Tuesday, man. I'm so excited for that game. I honestly can't wait. Like they're doing character showcases every day, and like 1 p.m. I'm there. I'm like, all right, lunch break, time to watch Reptar's move set. Like, I'm so <laughs> pumped, man. You don't even understand. It's gonna be so good. I'm I'm gonna be there. We wave dash in with Brennan Stimpy. What's up, Garrett? You want to say something? I, no, it was a cut in from way before. I just didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you're fine. So, uh, what's with the apple picking? Wait, what, what do you mean? <laughs> me, and the girlfriend, me and the girlfriend are going apple picking. What are we talking about? Is it like the, a pumpkin patch sort of like thing? You like make an afternoon of it? Do they like. Oh, they're just, just huge like, fields. You make an like, afternoon of apple picking. How many apples are hold, you getting? That's a fun thing, dude. Wait, like, wait you hold don't... up. Hold up. Do you not have apple picking in Canada? Well, yeah, but it's a thirty-minute affair, not a. Well, no, because you want to pick, you want to pick the best apple, and yeah. then like it's this like, one, this one like, might be good for a pie. This one's gonna be good for breakfast. Like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like most people have one in their backyard. Like I have raspberries, roses. Dude, and we live in, in cities. <laughs> we don't have trees. We don't have no, fruit trees. I'm, I'm gonna take a thirty-minute trip to the middle of nowhere, go into this orchard specifically designed for apples. And there's going to be like 40 different apples to be like, here are the 20 you can pick today. And I'll be like, do I even like these? And I gotta go around to all the trees, bite the apples, be like, I don't really like this apple and see which one I want to get. And then you go to the store and be like, what kind of fudge you got? What kind of pies you got? What kind of pump? There is a pumpkin patch. I don't know if I got any pumpkins. I might go to a different pumpkin patch, but you got to hit up the pumpkin patch. There's a hay ride. There's a corn maze. There's an animal farm to go pet some animals. Like, you know, yeah, apple picking all is those an all day Hallmark thing. movies were bullshit up until now. That's Bro, so this charming. Is, this is standard apple picking one on one. It's not an in and out affair. Well, one, traffic takes like 30 minutes just to get in sometimes because these things get yeah. packed. Yeah, so you want you get in, you're gonna you're gonna spend your time now because you already oh. had to wait 30 minutes just to get oh, in there. Yeah. So like you guys, you don't have like a Saturday farmers market. We have I mean, farmers yeah, those, are, those are things, yeah. but it's not the same. We have farmers markets. Was one up the road. Like, like but... 
that's like it's the it's experience, like, man. It's the experience. And then I'm gonna come home with a giant bag of apples. Force mm. movie, whatnot. That does, okay, but whatever. It sounds like a great date. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, so now that everyone knows that. my knows my plans, <laughs> you, they're, gonna uh, check, they're gonna check every single apple patch. Yeah, every single gotta, apple patch. I got to tweet about it. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, ups, yeah. New York. They're gonna check every <laughs> apple patch in upstate New York. Every um, apple patch. There's multiple. Yes. Of, what? what? Of course there's. What? Like, there's... I thought there couldn't be more than, like, six. Bro, there's... I could Google it. There's probably, like, 15 within, like, a 30-minute drive or something. Oh, my God. And that's just around me. Like, there's hours worth of driving to do in New York. Like, you can't yeah. get to the top of New York and bottom of New York in, like, six hours. Can't do it. That's amazing. I love that that's what he was like, interested I in and none of the games... Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we, were talking, we were talking about Halo. Oh no, Kana, I, 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 we could have jumped he, in. Like, no. He's like Kana can shove apples. an apple up her butt. <laughs> I don't care about Kana. I don't care about Halo. Master well, Chief's like, lame. I'm gonna play, so like I don't want to hear too much about Halo. Like, yeah, Force Junk. Um, what else on it? I I'm basically just waiting for the new one, so I'm not gonna try to get into the flight. I just want to be wowed off the hop. No teasers for me. And. uh yeah, anything else I was missing a comment on? So you don't want the Frank code that he sent me? Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. I told you before that I didn't want it. I'm like, no, I'm actively turning it down. I just want to play it when it comes out, and I'll just be like, damn. Damn, Daniel. All right. So you guys want to talk about some games, or should we make this an Apple podcast? Like, I'm not really sure where we're going here, but I think... I could uh, go on more, but, like, let's go to Xbox. Yeah, I think it's I think it's time we uh, we dive deep into the library of news. So, story number one: we have an update from the initiative regarding Perfect Dark, coming from their Twitter. Uh, literally after we got off our podcast last week, I'm pretty sure this is when this broke. But uh, they announced, "quote We're partnering with Crystal Dynamics, the world class team behind character driven games such as Tomb Raider, to bring the first person spy thriller to a new generation." The teams couldn't pass up a chance to work together. We're still in early development, but incredibly excited to use this opportunity to deliver on the vision of Perfect Dark. It's worth noting that the director of Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, Daniel New Newberger, was recruited from Crystal Dynamics to work at the initiative, where he currently still is. There's been a lot of backlash and speculation, like why do they need another AAA studio to come in? You know, this is supposed to be Xbox's quad A developer, the initiative. Uh, so why is Crystal Dynamics here? And people are like really concerned that this means Perfect Dark is in development hell. Uh, so I want to pose a question to, to I'm going to go to you first, Tom. Should we be concerned that Crystal Dynamics is now on board? No. So if anything, this is going to provide the game a better direction they might have been lost in the shuffle somewhere. I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do. And having Crystal Dynamic on board, now we know all right, they've worked on Tomb Raider games. They have great engines. So depending on what they're going to contribute development-wise for this game, it can only be a positive into ensuring that this game is as polished as possible. And maybe, just maybe, in the like next Perfect Dark game down the line, the initiative 
no longer needs the training wheels and they go on on their own. This is still a brand new studio. Um, no matter with it having, you know, all these seasons, developers uh, and producers. And I, I think the help should be appreciated, but I get the concern. People are saying, well, this is supposed to be the quad a studio for Xbox, but yeah, I mean, Who's hyping at that like that though? You know, I, I was I never was like I never was like, oh, the initiative is gonna make the best game ever. They're gonna push all these quad A games. No, I never thought of it like that. They're just another developer under the Microsoft banner, and they'll get some help with this game and it'll turn out well and we'll get it on Game Pass and I can't complain. Yeah, I've heard I've heard some people so the quad A thing comes from a job listing, right? Where they were like, we're hiring to make a, a quad A game um, when they were recruiting people. So people have really lashed on to that. I don't know if Microsoft have ever come out and been like, this is a quad A studio. I don't know if that's ever a quote from like Phil Spencer. Um, so it could be simple. Like, Hey, we mistyped a job listing, uh, which I've seen some yeah, people say. Is, is there even, is there even one quad A game? Like I'm pretty sure it's just, it's just triple A is like. What does it even mean? Like what? Is it, I don't what does know. It mean? Wouldn't it just be like? It shouldn't just be like an S tier game at uh, S tier game at that point. Not even triple like, A. How many A's can you possibly fit? It's a penta penta A game. Ah yes, the graphics are realistic. It's literally just humans on the screen. Mm -hmm. uh, Garrett, should we be concerned? Crystal Dynamics is now involved. Ah. Uh. I was going to say not at all. Just from like the business side of it, I was thinking, because like you guys got the computer in front of you. If I leave this screen, I get locked out and it gets all <laughs> janky. But like, I'm pretty sure the initiative is still only like 70 people, right? I believe so, yeah. So I think it's perfectly understandable that they could storyboard their game, do their lineup, even do a few rough drafts. And then they bring in the other guys to just like, hey, Help us flush it out so that our first release, we don't have a bunch of PlayStation fanboys nitpicking about how the hair clips into the scene on the one cut through on the fourth angle in the third level. Mm -hmm. Right? No. Like, it's there's still only 70 people. Well, yeah. the other studio is like, what, 300? So I think at this point, it's a lot less of like, oh, they're helping us save this game. And I think they're just looking for the proper AAA representation coming out of the gate, right? And, and if anything, now we'll get it earlier. It used, they're, uh, used to be with the other studio, correct? So uh, yeah. he already has those ties. He already knows how they work, right? So he's like, hey, he could just throw the project at him, show what they're working on, and just get it done in a proper timeline, right? Because it goes from 70 people finishing up and polishing a game to 370 people finishing up and polishing a game. I think it's just business. Yeah, no, I... I Do you want to see the game in 2025 or later 2022? Well, I mean, they say they're still in early development. So I would still say 2023 is probably the earliest. 2024, maybe, depending on like what early development means. For me personally, when I first saw it, my initial reaction was like, why? And then, oh God, they made Avengers. Like, I, I don't want them to work on this because 
you know, even though I'm going to go try Avengers now it's on game pass uh, coming up a little spoiler, but, um, I, I actually got that downloading right now. Yeah. I downloaded it today, but I was worried just seeing their most recent, uh, game, not have such good success, but their track record is good. If you look at the tomb Raider series, that is well regarded. It might not have met the sales figures square Enix wanted it to, but I've never heard a single person that's played Tomb Raider say it's a bad series. So if they take what they know about making Tomb Raider, which is, you know, they took Laura Croft, added a good narrative. If they take those elements and assist the initiative, what like how do we flesh out Joanna Dark? How do we make her like a character that can stand against all these juggernauts in the gaming industry? Then I think that is you know, basically what they're there to do. I don't think that this is something like, oh, the initiative's struggling, the game is in development hell. I don't see this as something like we need Crystal Dynamics. I think this is more, we want Crystal Dynamics to come help because of their previous success, because we could really use an outside perspective on this. And people are blowing this out of the water because AAA studios get help all the time they're just uncredited. Like The Last of Us Part Two had like 14 studios working on it, but all you ever hear is Naughty Dog delivered a, a amazing game, 10 out of 10. Like So many people had their hands in there in some way or the other. It could have been small. It could have been big. Until we get someone coming on here and being like, this is what Crystal Dynamics did, and this is what the initiative did, I don't think we can start nitpicking and being like, well, they're here for this reason, and they're here for that reason. So for me, it's a non-issue and sounds like we're all in agreement on that. So I did want to bring up one other point I've seen going around, and that is the possibility that this is sort of a trial period to see how Crystal Dynamics uh, works in an Xbox ecosystem because Square might be trying to sell them to Microsoft. I don't know if you guys have seen this little uh, rumor going around here, but it's if an interesting one. Individual studios. I hope they do Bioware first. <laughs> See, Bioware I would, freed from EA would do so much better. I would love Crystal Dynamics just even for independent two at this point. If we can get them just for Gex and Soul Revere. I don't even know what you're saying to me right now. You know, what? <laughs> Are what you, you speaking in English? Gex. Yes. Soul you know, Revere. Yes. What 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 is this? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Did you man. not play did you not play video games back in there in the PS1 era? What the hell? I I I played the N64. I didn't play I didn't play PS1 much to be So Gex was a platformer game of a lizard. Wait, oh Gex the Gecko. That's who you're Gex talking about. Gex the Gecko, yes. Okay. Gex. Okay. Oh, it's the sunglasses, right? Yeah, and he he wears the sunglasses yeah. in the third one, I think. I think yes, we're a little removed from Gex the Gecko. I don't think. No, that... we can we can get him back. See, this guy says my RuneScape account or Gregor's my RuneScape account was named after Gex. Boom, someone Shows... likes it. Yes, Shows thank you. <laughs> you are so retro. Oh, <laughs> no, that's a good. I listen when you got to say his full name. Okay, he's not just Gex. He's Gex the Gecko. You know. Well, the game is called just Gex. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, 
But back to back to the question I posed. <laughs> Do you think this could be Square Enix trying to be like, take them for a little test run? If you like them, come back to the table and we'll talk about uh, maybe selling them to you. Probably not. Yeah. I think it's just people seeing Sony snapping up studios and being like, oh, man, I wish I had a, a studio to celebrate. Yeah, like I'm sure we're going to get more acquisitions announcements of soonish but no that's not gonna be one of them i mean that's just business garrett anything else to add not too much really it like it might be at this point like i could see it like after bethesda like i said back in the day there's nothing that's off the table anymore really except for like ea and other like-minded big ass places but like nah like possibly I could see it well stay tuned and uh, I just hope Perfect Dark is good that's really the, the main thing and if this helps them make a good game that's fine but I know for a fact when Perfect Dark comes out if it's good there will be fanboys just being like well Crystal Dynamics made it not Xbox I know for a fact they're going to they're, they will oh, yeah. guaranteed well, guys, we're going to move on to story number two, and we're still talking about Crystal Dynamics, but not about Perfect Dark, because Marvel's Avengers is now available on Xbox Game Pass. Announced two days ago by Hunter Wolf, the community coordinator of Crystal Dynamics, Marvel Avengers, including all previously released free content, is now available on Xbox Game Pass for console, PC, and cloud. This includes the recently released War for Wakanda expansion, but does not include the eight cosmetic items found in the digital-only Endgame edition. So I'm going to go first uh, because this was literally the only way that they would get me to play this game. I basically have said that since it was revealed, and I was like, look at these budget-looking uh, MCU models. Like they were, They're the ugliest character models I've ever seen. Just... Just give me Chris Evans. Just literally rip off the MCU. You, that's all you had to do. Instead, you're making Captain America look like a a redneck frat boy. Um, I just I don't like how they look at all. But his face looks like a redneck frat boy. You can't even don't even come at me, dude. I think they all look fine. They look they, awful. They don't have to copy the movies. They look awful. They look fine. Listen, man, it's not even like they're just copy. Don't even copy the movies. Just make it look better. Like Ultimate Alliance 3 looks better than this game. Uh, I'm going to say that straight up. I don't agree. Now, that's you're just lying to yourself now. No. And you're no. lying to us. You're lying to our <laughs> listeners. No. No, no, no. The art style just being and character rude. models is awful in this game. But I downloaded it. It's sitting on my Xbox. I'm going to give it a go after this podcast. And... Will I do a Game Pass and a review for it? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll tear it down. Uh, Gregor's in the chat says, Kevin is irrationally hostile towards this game. Factually correct. But, I mean, like I said, this is the only way you were going to get me to play this game. I was, even when I was looking at it and it was on sale for $20 a week ago, I was like, that's still too much? $20 is too much? <laughs> Uh, Tom, you've played Avengers before. What, what do you what do you think here? The story is good. I mean, I honestly believe that the combat in this game is fun. 
It's really fun. Uh, and just playing through the main story, it's a really well-crafted story with you following like Kamala Khan and her adventures. I think for that alone, it's a really game, a good game, and it's worth it. Not $60 worth, but maybe 20 for sure. Uh, now it's on Game Pass. You have no excuse. Try it out. Stop complaining about the way they look and just play the damn game now. Uh, shout out Luke Lore uh, says, LOL, hating on my Avengers. Uh, sorry, Luke. Listen, I t- like I told you, my friend's been trying to get me to play it. I'm going to play it. Maybe I'll fall in love with it, and then I'll be like, Luke, help me out here, bro. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll find out. Uh, Garrett, you're going to jump into Avengers? Yeah, I'm downloading it right now. Cool. I figured I'd give it a whirl. It's absolutely free, so I could at least give a 30-second review on it. Gregor says, agreed on all accounts, Tom. So... Seems he's a fan of Avengers. Maybe, uh, maybe y'all should party up. Did they, uh, they fix the issue where you can only have one of each, right? You can have I multiple. I think so. I think I Did saw. Did they change that? that? Well, yeah, really? I mean, they should have. That, that was that was really they, stupid. They opened up the multiverse. <laughs> I think so. Run around with two doors, <laughs> two Captain so, Americas. As long as you let me be Iron Man. As long as I can be Iron Man, that's really all. Look, and he feels good. That I'm really worried about how he feels. I've heard bad things. I think he plays fine. Okay. The only thing is I, about Iron Man I can say is without even like looking at the character by or he doesn't look like Tony Stark from the movies. Well, he also does not really like I think his personality in this game is actually garbage compared to the movies. He does not feel he feels so weird in it. I don't know. He did, he never grew on me at all during the entire story. <laughs> Gregor says Iron Man is trash, but you can definitely play him. Wow. All right. And guess we'll guess we'll find out. Um, but like I said, Avengers available now. You'll get more of my impressions sometime in the near future. Maybe I'll come down on it. Maybe my anger will soothe. Uh, good <laughs> good job, Tom. Kevin's gonna uninstall. Ah, oh, Luke, you main Iron Man. All right, my my guy. I knew I knew I liked you. I knew you had good taste in superheroes. So I'm gonna go Iron Man and I'll report back next week on if he's awesome or awful. But we're gonna go on to story number three. And that is Xbox had their Tokyo game showcase today, kind of last night, like overnight for us. It's in Japan. It was like uh, 1 a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a little a little early. Pretty convenient. Uh, and while no one was expecting anything major, these expectations were met. Uh, we did get a few interesting news topics that I'm going to go over here, guys. Uh, first, it's that the new titles are coming to Game Pass. Firstly, we have one, uh, Anime Action JRPG Scarlet Nexus. Uh, released back in June, the title's available today on Game Pass for console, PC, and cloud. Joining Scarlet Nexus is AI Somnium Files, a narrative game similar to Danganronpa, which puts you in the role of a detective. You got to make choices to solve a murder mystery. Uh, it has an 86 on Metacritic, so good addition if you like those types of games. You uh, you you gonna jump into Scarlet Nexus, Tom? I know you were holding off on buying it, even though I gave it a uh, a great review. No, I'm definitely not. Uh, my thing with Scarlet Nexus is still the it's still the world, dude. I just hate the post-apocalyptic look, the sepitone, uh, yellowish, 
feel. I don't know. It just looks weird to me. I'm not going to play it. I'm not. Combat was fun from when I played the demo way back, but that's why I never bought it either way. And it depends. If, I, if I'm if i really bored one day and I really have none to play, I might try it. But, but why? it's not even, man, it's not even like really that post-apocalyptic. Like you don't feel that way. There are people, there are people in the cities. Dude, but everything is like so like, the color is just so dull in the game. I just can't. I, that's why I bought Tails, and I was like, oh, this game's colorful as heck. I love it. It makes me feel like I'm in, actually in an anime. And then this one just, Scarlet Nexus comes in and just, eh. I will tell you that the combat loop in Scarlet Nexus is pretty good. Like, if you like the Tails combat loop, it's not as good as the Tails one, in my opinion, but it is pretty damn satisfying. Yeah, from what I played, it felt a little bit like Devil May Cry, but light. So that's fair. Good either way. That's fair. Garrett, you're uh, not particularly a JRPG fan, but is this one you might check out? No, there's just there's simply too much on my list for this fall. Like that, I, like I could say I'll put it I'll put it on the list of JRPGs that I'm waiting to play. Like that it list looks is definitely. So <laughs> like, it's waiting forever. Yeah, like there's just so much interesting things out. Like honestly, I'm probably other than like Halo and uh, Forza, I'm probably most excited for the new Jurassic Park game. I I can't even with you in this Jurassic Park game, man. I know, like I blew you out of the water, and I think it's so comical. Yeah, dude. I, I really listen, like I, dinosaurs. I, I hope it's everything you dream of. If you like dinosaurs, yeah. reptars, and Nick even Star backstory. Brawl. My parents used to make fun of me when I was a child because I thought that if you wanted to be a scientist or something, you just chopped off the last few letters and added ologist on the end of it. So up until I was like four, whenever somebody asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said I wanted to be a gynecologist. It's not a thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, ha, 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 Yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, you're a weirdo. That's all I got. Yeah, I know. Dinocologist. Dinocologist. Okay, well. Well, but uh, with the kid's stutter, it sounded like gynecologist. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I I understood the story. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You really stood. Like, I thought I had you stumped for a second there. No, no. It was just that petty. Jesus, I was you're gonna hard to crack. I will get you one day. Gregor says dinocologist <laughs> is hilarious. Was, I see. I was gonna move past it. You didn't have to say what it sounded like. I was literally gonna be like, "We all get it. We're all adults here. Time to move on." Uh, but no. Yeah, but we still there. have to flush out. How much more time? It was a light story. We we have plenty of stories, man. We're not we're not stressing. Why do you think here. I chose this in apples? <laughs> okay well uh, apart from that this ai uh, somnium files definitely not my type of game uh i don't know if you like those narrative style game like telltale games garrett i know amon does and um tom i think you played doki doki literature club earlier this year yeah so. this is one i was actually looking into a while ago because i really wanted a detective game and I was looking into like, oh, maybe I should play L.A. Noir again. Well, I've played that. And I just wanted something to make me feel like I'm a detective. And this is the game that I was being recommended by one of my buddies. So I'm glad it's on Game Pass. I'm probably going to try it out. And I already downloaded it. 
So I'll just see you when I get to it. Nice. Nice. Let me know how it is because it does look interesting. I did look at it and the art style looks really good. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I have time for that right now. Um, I got Avengers. I got to grind. Going to get exactly. some gear. You know, I'll, lo I'll load in with you. I'll carry you with Captain America. He's my main. Sweet. We can get a little party going. And then I'll yell Avengers Assemble every five minutes. No, I do that because I'm Captain America. Anytime there's an encounter, I'm literally going to yell that. I don't care who you are. Uh, <laughs> but we have more news coming out of the Tokyo Game Show. And that is starting tomorrow, October 1st. X Cloud, Xbox Cloud Gaming is officially launching in four new regions. Uh, Japan, Australia, Brazil, and Mexico will now be able to experience cloud gaming uh, beta like the rest of us have been. Um, while I don't know, I know, so my what I want to talk about is Japan specifically because they love mobile gaming over there. So this could open up Xbox for Japan like massively. They're throwing Japanese games on the service available for cloud like the two we just got today. It's not out of the question. Tales of Arise comes in a few months to Game Pass since they had the marketing rights for both Scarlet Nexus and that. So it could be that we, you know, Japan is really going to open up to Xbox. I don't think they're going to get there with their consoles, but cloud could be the way. Yeah, what do you guys think? A little quiet there. I mean, I can see that. They love mobile gaming. But I think those two games alone wouldn't really put a dent in it, even if Tales of Arise did come through. Uh, they would still need more, and they don't have a lot of that, uh, a lot of the, like, the Japanese like style of games on there. And if they can just pull a little bit more, like get the Devil May Cries on there as well. Uh, there's also the... There was a, the newest near automata game. I forget what it's called. Replicant, yes. If you can get that on there, then I can see it being having a good start over there but as it stands now with just scarlet nexus uh we'll see i mean they have yakuza as well if really yeah, they, they got the whole yakuza it. series so we'll see we'll see how it does in japan i mean like you said their consoles aren't going to do well over there but hopefully this gives them a little taste and maybe keeps them in the ecosystem at least what you think garrett is this uh xbox's back door into japan and these other markets not quite yet but it's a good start it might not be. It's a toe in the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, sure. like he was saying, the Yakuza series and a few other games, like, well, I was silent because I went over to like just Game Pass on the Xbox and just did like a quick scroll down. And yeah, he's right. You don't see too much at all for uh, JRPGs. So, yeah. But like, it's a good start. Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll see more Japanese games as the as the generation progresses. I think Xbox is really committed to this whole uh, Japan initiative that they got going on. Yeah, one whenever Scalebound comes out, we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make a good point. You come out with you come out with Scalebound. Um, all right, story number four ties into story number three. So, uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming on consoles begins today for Xbox insiders uh, coming from Jake Rosenberg over at the Xbox wire. And if my neighbors don't stop stomping around up there, I'm going to be pretty upset. Uh, but uh, starting today or yesterday, depending on 
when I wrote this, uh, Xbox is now letting random subsets of Alpha Skip Ahead and Alpha Insiders participate in the cloud beta on Xbox consoles. This allows cloud gaming through Xbox One and Xbox Series X consoles, meaning they can bypass downloads to play games, and they can also stream next-gen games like Microsoft Flight Simulator on previous-gen consoles like Xbox One and Xbox One S and Xbox One X since you know they can't handle it they're not powerful enough they put it in the cloud what do you uh you got you guys interested in cloud gaming on your xbox series x personally for me i don't see the appeal but uh, i mean it would be good to skip the downloads and just try out the game before you waste your time so i don't see it as a bad thing at all just like for that like as a little teaser a little taste but yeah, when I pull up the Game Pass app on my Xbox, it actually there actually was a little indicator that says skip the downloads for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not sure if I have it, but I mean I'll check later. Um, from what I've played before on it, the it was on the web browser itself, and that works fine. But if they can just yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Like there's so many big games on Game Pass, and I don't have time to sit around just to see whether or not it's good. I might not even like it, and I'm gonna delete it immediately. So a little taste of it. It's good. Avengers is 139 gigabytes. That's a boy, massive game. Boy, let me tell you, I think some people might want to cloud stream that instead of downloading. Uh, try it out. Garrett, you uh, you interested in this, buddy? In uh, the Sorry, I was looking at the download size. I was actually, you caught me in sync real time looking at the download size. I was like, holy, and you're like, and talking to you, Garrett. Yeah. But like, <laughs> With the internet, I think I could download it by the end of this show. But yeah. uh, <laughs> regarding the cloud, I think it's a great thing for like people in the country and whatnot. Because like my buddy, whenever a new game comes out, because he also buys digitally, because he he wasn't the best with his discs growing up. I'll put it that way. So, uh, but he lives in the country. So whenever or whenever he's downloading a game, he's like, "Okay, talk to you guys," and like three days so what is is his internet connection some days it's good some days it's bad he goes off of satellite services oh my lord he can't get (laughs) oh it's cloudy you can't play today (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it it's just like all right guys there's a storm coming in at six o'clock do you want to play a few rounds of something (laughs) is that true yeah, he's been like that for the last three years. He's he's insane. Move. But like, I grew up with him since elementary school, so I'd move. It's not you, worth you'd it. You'd move. Yeah, I'm... it's his family farm. They like he's burn it to the ground. Move. <laughs> Take the insurance. It's not or worth he, it. He's in line for that. Uh, the new fancy Elon Musk internet, whatever that's called, Starlink. Cool. I've heard good things about that. Yeah. Yeah, like no, I know I, a few people who got that. Like, yeah, we're up high enough that we could uh, take it up to like fifty megabytes. But is, it, is it good enough for X Cloud? Fifty. I have five hundred. Yeah, right. Like that's what that's the speed I'm sitting at. Like, well, technically it says a gig, but on my devices, I get up to like five fifty. No, mine is slower than that. I get like two hundred, and like my upload is also really slow. But dude. I just want to talk real quick. I just mm-hmm. got my iPhone 12 because yeah. I just I, they finally let me upgrade. I was like, or whatever, dude. 5G is faster than my home internet, and it pisses me off. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna have to start using that instead of like anything else because I get I'm getting like 800 megabytes download. Wow. I'm like, okay, that's my fucking what? <laughs> that's dope. King Arthur is here. Welcome. What up? Thanks for thanks for stopping by. I know I say this every week, but we do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, he's he's always he's sharing on Twitter. He's a, he's a real one. He's a, get he's this man an Excalibur. Yeah, that's right. yeah, I get it. I get it, King Arthur. Um, but yeah, thanks for stopping by. So we're gonna move on to story number five, and that is Xbox is lowering the price of Game Pass in select regions. Uh, I'm pulling from Jeff Grubb over at Games Beat. Microsoft is dropping the price of Game Pass in Chile, Hong Kong, and Israel. This comes as a response to current market conditions in those areas due to local currency and consumer spending power. So don't expect these changes to be widespread or extend to other regions. Xbox is also cutting the price of Xbox Live Gold in these areas. So when you convert the changes to United States dollars, uh, not Canadian dollars, uh, Garrett, so this probably still is a little hard for you to, to wrap your head around. Uh, oh, no. To- Everybody knows how to equate to American. No, you don't. You're Canadian. Shh. Uh, Chile and Hong Kong but we'll both see a reduction from $15 to $10 for Game Pass Ultimate. And Israel will drop from $17 to $12. So it's pretty good, guys. Uh, They're saving about $5 a month for Game Pass Ultimate, which gives them everything. I would love that in the U.S. That's definitely not going to happen, though. I mean, it doesn't really matter anyways. I get Game Pass once a year during Black Friday for like $50 Mm -hmm. for the whole year, so I'm going to care. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, I mean it's good for good for these regions. Yeah, good for them. I mean, obviously you have to be able to compete in those regions, and if it's too expensive, they're not going to pick it up. So, no harm there. Just don't change your region on Xbox, guys, because they will ban your ass. Just saying. Really? Yeah. If you if you try to lie about the region you're in just to try to get a discount for that stuff, you can't get banned. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I was like, I. Yeah. I changed my re- I changed my region to play Tales of Arise yeah. two days early. So <laughs> I, people I think it's I think the they really care about the uh, buying itself. Buying things, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Xbox thinks I go to New Zealand every time a new game comes out. <laughs> <laughs> this guy That's, travels a lot. Yeah, like this, I'm on it. You know, Air Miles. <laughs> He's got those Southwest rewards, right? Flying, they're not international, but he's flying. He's flying there. Uh, yeah, no, that's sweet for them. Just a little bit of tidbit news there. I don't really have much to say. Uh, but speaking of Game Pass, story number six, guys, has Game Pass hit thirty million subscribers? On the most recent episode of The Grill, a podcast presented by The Rap, I don't even know what this is. It's on Yahoo News. I assume it's some Yahoo's still a thing. Okay, uh, yeah. Yo, shout out Yahoo. I still have my email from long ago. All right. There's still my email. Uh, but Strauss Zelnick, the CEO of Take Two, and Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, were discussing the games industry. And as is usual, the conversation turned to the sustainability of Xbox Game Pass. Near the end, the show, Strauss remarks, Phil didn't pitch his own service here, which is impressive given that he could. But I think the last time we spoke, you got about 30 million subs, right, Phil? Something like that. Phil Spencer responds, the last public number we announced is 18, uh, with a chuckle. 
And then the host says, oh, but it's really 30? Leading Strauss to respond, huh, for some reason I thought the number. Anyway, it's more than 18. Uh, did you guys see this clip? And do you think that Strauss just accidentally told us something we shouldn't know? I think it was just like, you know, a mistake on his front and not recalling what the exact number is. Like, I'm sure the number is definitely higher than the 18 million that was, like, you know, public announced way back because they probably provide this information to the, you know, publishers in advance to try to entice them to put their games on Game Pass. So now we have 21 million subscribers. It might be a good incentive for you to put your game on here. So definitely going to be higher, but 30 minute, thirty million from, like, the last announcement, which was one, like, last quarter they said that, right? No, January was 18 January. million. God, so it's, if it's they were 10 months, 10 that months, means, that means they would have went million? up 12 million in a, that would be a massive increase. That would be a massive. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. Believe it. You don't, don't think I, so, Garrett. Tell me why. So no. Well, I didn't watch the scene yourself, but I can guarantee you if Phil Spencer started like doing a nervous chuckle in an interview, mm-hmm. that's just because like the guy misread the loop on the two. I could see. 20 i don't know guys i i remember a few months ago it was like well, Jez- i just figure like uh sorry i'll just finish up quick i just yeah. figure at 30 that would be like a self-sufficiently milestone and mm-hmm. do you not think that they would be sending like an elon musk jeff bezos worthy competitive slap on the back to uh playstation like our games as a service is self-sufficient. Well, like, I don't think even like that some 30 Twitter it's... thing that people would talk about. I think so. Or oh, not even at 30, you think? Man, I don't think at 30 it's profitable still. I still think they're taking a loss leading position. But at I'm 30 a, I'm... million paying 10 bucks or 15 bucks a month. Yeah. That's they're a getting lot of big money. games on there. It is a lot of money, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here, guys, because you're both like, nah, this was just a little mistake. It's probably like 20. I swear to God, like a few months ago, Jez Corden or someone was like, it's 24 now, like 24 million. That was a few months ago. So for me, I think this was a slip. Like I watched the interview multiple times and the CEO of Take Two, who would 100% have access to this number, because they've had Red Dead on there. They've had Grand Theft Auto on there recently. Like, he would know this number. I think he accidentally said what he's been told in private. And Phil's nervous chuckle was like, I can't confirm that because we haven't said that to our, our investors yet. You know, maybe at the next financial quarterly report that they do, that's when they're going to announce it. I don't... If it's not 30, it's damn close. I would bet you. I bet it's nearing 30 million. And maybe he rounded up, maybe he rounded down. Who knows? 12 million in 10 months with the last 10 months they've had for Game Pass. Like we've had big drops. We've had Outriders. We've had MLB The Show. Oh, yeah. No. Linux. It's like Xbox That's... has come out this year firing. I don't think 12 million is out of the realm of possibility, especially because Series S's have been in stock all right like not series x like you can't get that but series s is pretty available i go to stores now and i see them cloud pc like i think it's completely possible guys i man 
I, I, I can't believe it, though. It's a year's time. Like, I get the console has been, like, off store shelves for such a long time, and they're getting sold out immediately besides the Series S, which lasts a couple hours before you can before they're out of stock as well. But, dude, that's, I don't know, 30 million? Like, all right, so, like, and then there's just a the thing, like, all right, so is it, like, 30 or 12, new, 12 million new people um, signed up for Game Pass, possibly, but are they mm-hmm. still subscribed? Do we know that? Like, or are these, is this consistent subscriber numbers? That's what, so even then, it's still a lot of, like, we don't know what, like, for sure. Because to mm-hmm. me, I don't care about, like, all right, we got, 12 million new play uh, people that sign up for Game Pass this year. They all were on it on the free trial and then it resubbed. That can like we don't know those numbers are like you know there's still so many different factors. We don't know. We don't know if it's 30 million. I, I I'm 20. I'm saying 20. I'm going to put a bet on this. Uh you know, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll buy you right. Diablo 2. Ooh, okay. All right. If if yeah yeah if if it's it's definitely more than 20 but if it's 30 at the next if the next publicly announced number is 30 million like let's say like in the next gladly rub it in my face when's the next quarterly period yeah whenever the next quarterly period comes out if it's 30 million i get diablo 2 i'm just amazed (laughs) how you think that if there's 30 million concurrent users that like based on 10 to 15 dollar price range that's 300 to 450 million dollars monthly they're not How doesn't people that aren't go? paying that though people aren't paying that though they're they're doing the xbox live gold conversion oh, yeah I they're doing the one dollar deals like they aren't getting like, the full yeah. 15 i think the majority of people aren't doing that though i think those are just the people who know of it I think uh, yeah, more, like I think we like, all met for, on Reddit. I think that's just a, the community that we've it's, yeah. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Listen, perception is reality. And my perception is everyone's doing that gold conversion. So. <laughs> every single day, every third <laughs> every person. <day. laughs> I remember to get my Xbox Live gold card today to convert. Yeah. Uh, no. All right. That's I'll take that. I'll take that. Um we're gonna move into story number seven, though, since we don't have definitive news. We'll see in a in a few months. But uh, Dolby Vision Gaming is now available on Xbox Series X and S. Coming from Katie Slattery over on Xbox Wire, as of September twenty eighth, gaming in Dolby Vision is now available on Xbox Series X and S consoles. Uh, more than a hundred next gen HDR titles optimized for next gen consoles are available. Xbox Series X are the first consoles to support gaming in Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos to enhance both visual and audio while playing. Obviously, your TV needs to support Dolby Vision, but this could enhance your visual experience. I think I might be the only one on this panel with a TV that actually supports Dolby Vision. Is that yeah. is that accurate? I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like an improved HDR, basically. Uh, it's... I personally don't. It's more colorful from what I hear. Yeah, it makes things look better a little bit. Like, I really don't. It's not It's not as big of a difference as, like, going from non-HDR to HDR. Like, that is a bigger drop or bigger difference, in my opinion. Uh, I can enable. Oh, so you, you tried it. Yeah, yeah. I have Dolby. Yeah, yeah. I have Dolby Vision on my on my OLED. Um, it's fine. It. I. It's only... I, they say it's available in a hundred. I saw Tom Warren say that it's available on ten, 
So I booted up Psychonauts 2. I'm like, yeah, it looks more colorful. Like, but I don't know how much I'm going to use it. Like, I, I don't know. It's a it's a thing. It's there for people that want it. Maybe I just don't have the keen eyes to appreciate Dolby Vision. I don't know. Uh, but it wasn't, it's not nearly as dramatic as, as they're making it out to be. It's not like, oh my God, we got Dolby Vision and PlayStation doesn't like suck it. It's not a, it's not a thing. But I'll, you know, I'll try more games and, and report back once yeah. it expands because it's not many games that I, I play right now that were on the 10 that Tom Warren listed. Uh, even though they say 100, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I'll look into it more and, and report back at some point. Yeah, because I feel like that's something I have to personally see. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to buy a TV that has Dolby Vision to experience it firsthand. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you, same with Dolby Atmos. I don't have Dolby Atmos. That's something you have to pay for. Um, that's yeah, like a subscription. You need like sweet surround. It's like a surround sound experience. I'm not paying to make my sound better. I'll play with my Turtle Beach headphones or whatever they are. Not a Not an audiophile. So definitely don't run out and get an OLED just for Dolby Vision. That's all I'm saying. But we can uh, we can move on since I'm the only one that has any input on that story. Uh, story number eight. And Tom, you brought this one up. I didn't even catch this. But uh, running emulators on your series consoles just got easier. Coming from Andy Robinson over at Video Games Chronicle, the latest Xbox Series X and S system update has now made it easier for users to emulate classic consoles. An update to the console's Edge web browser, which improves the performance of JavaScript-based emulators, which can be accessed without the need to put the console in developer mode. All Series X and X owners now need to do to access emulators is go to one of these Java-based script emulation sites, and they have access to the emulators for N64, PlayStation, Super NES, Sega Genesis, Mega Drive, MS-DOS, I don't even know what that is, uh, Amiga and more because Xbox's browser blocks file access. Users will need to use illegal links hosting both the emulator and the ROM in order to play it. And you had me until that last sentence. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. But Tom, you brought this up. I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, why did this uh, catch your eye there? I mean, it's more like game preservation stuff that I always think about. And I think being able to have access to these emulators from the browser is just going to be so much easier for people instead of having to go into developer mode which costs $20 and then you have to go afterwards install the program onto your uh, Xbox this just makes it a lot more easy it's easier so yeah you have to click on links to you know pull up these games but that's what emulation has always been you're it's never there's always this legal gray area with emulation like even though i might own a copy of uh super mario world on my super like a, a super nintendo and i have it in the attic stored doesn't mean i can technically play it off emulator because it's just weird like that legal wise so yeah it's a do at your own risk kind of deal it's a thing if you like emulation it's great if you like emulation, I should say. I mean, right off your web browser. It's how easier it can't get any easier than that. Um, I'm not sure how the performance is gonna be comparatively to using it on you know on a native application through the um the dev mode. I haven't seen 
videos on that just yet. Um, but if I get an update, I'll probably come back to that and touch on it later on. Garrett, what are you thinking about emulation here? Um, it always gets too complicated, so I tend to leave it alone. I'm sort of in the same thing as you, where it's like, ah, I'm at, mm. I have to do illegal thingies. <laughs> I, right. I'm good with the illegal thingies. Especially I've on my $500 console. Yeah, like, I I don't need it. I have more than enough to play. <laughs> Who need? Listen, just wait till the end of October. You can get the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack, and then you can play N64 and Sega games on your it, Switch. Yeah, 864 games. Great. But there's a whole library that's not there. And what about the Dreamcast? So there's still things like that out in the woods where you can't play anywhere else unless you own the Dreamcast. Yeah. The only so, thing that would tempt me would be Power Stone for the Dreamcast. Oh, Power Stone's awesome. Yeah, that, that's about the only game that would tempt me enough to go through that process. I don't know, man. Those Listen, the I N64 games, they, the N64 games they picked were some of the good ones. Uh, they're adding more of the good ones. As soon as you get Pokemon Stadium, I'm probably probably in for a little, you know, I'll probably hook up. Okay, uh, so yeah. so they don't have ready illegal hacker. Super they don't hacker. have ready to rumble on there. So the list is already flawed. One oh. of the best two player boxing games on the N64. They don't have it. This <laughs> it, their entire list is invalidated. And I don't want to play Super Mario 64 again. That already came out. Like, yeah, I don't care about Super Mario 64. <laughs> I can play ban. I don't care about banjo. I got banjo. I got better banjo on my Xbox. That's why I'm saying like it's it's already. You put Smash 64 on there. Uh, I'm there. You put Pokemon Stadium. I'm there. I don't really care about everything. They kind of like Mario Tennis is sweet. I like Mario Tennis. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay more money for it. Especially, I bet the, that service is gonna be like ten more dollars. Which it probably would be. It's a rip and off. It, it, yeah, and they're not going to improve their damn system. I know this is an Xbox podcast, but Nintendo, your your online infrastructure is garbage. This this increase in price better do something about your guys' no. friend system. Bro, they your, just upgraded their servers like this that year. It doesn't do anything though. I'm talking about their actual the actual like ease of use of the system is such dog crap. I don't care about mm-hmm. your servers. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Sega Genesis games on there are pretty decent, though. They got Shining Force, Fantasy Star 4, Sonic, if you like Sonic. I mean, Genesis was a trash console, so I really don't care. Whoa, now. This <laughs> I won't stand for, man. Genesis, Did you have the Genesis? Yes. Genesis is a good console. See, while people were getting the Genesis, I had a PS1, and I was experiencing better games. I had an N64 and a Genesis. I didn't have a PS1. You were missing out. I had a PS2 for a little bit, but I played I played the N64 majority of the time, and then sometimes I would be like, "Let's fire up the Genesis," and I had fun with the Genesis. I don't know why you're hating on it, man. It's trash. <sighs> All right. Well, now that we know you hate Sega, and uh... well, no, I love Dreamcast, so I love I like Sega. Okay. Yeah, dream. I have it on good authority. Dreamcast was ahead of its time. Uh, Gregor's in the chat says, "Why don't you know what DOS is?" LOL. I can't tell if that's serious or not. Do you guys know what the MS DOS is? Am I being dumb? Yeah, MS DOS. 
It was it was a cartridge based, not a cartridge. Uh, they use like floppy disk, I believe, for for those games. I have no idea what this is. It was pretty much a computer itself. It's it's a weird system. Garrett, back me up here, man. Yeah, no, I'm going completely behind Kevin on this one. You My guys man. are all weird with your inauspicious things. Next thing you know, you're going to be telling me about something that you like saw in a joke video online where like some kid had to use a pull cord and pop in some gas in the front yard to get you're his You're losing me now. Open. You're losing me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it was uh, that uh, Adam ruins everything. I saw like a little video of him where he did like a little spoof thing where he basically brought like a lawnmower into the family room and it was an old console. It only had three sounds, four buttons. It was good. Oh, you're speaking of the buttons. The fact that they're not releasing the six button Genesis controller and they're only giving you three is ridiculous. Genesis has six buttons. That's going to suck for fighting games. Yeah, well, what's the point? Like why are you t- we like want this you to play, but we also want you to suffer a little bit. So Genesis had two controllers back in that. You either had the six button one or you had the three button one. But apparently, according to Nintendo, most people used the three button one in the United States, and that's why we're getting the three button one. And I was like, I've never even seen this three button controller. The six button one is clearly this should be the standard because otherwise you have to hit like the select button to do shit like it's not convenient in the slightest but that's my that's my last rant about the genesis uh gregor says stop saying dos uh no i've never heard of it how am i supposed to know uh he also says unrelated sega's always been ahead of its time and that's why they always failed that's why the Saturn failed because they released it a little too early before the PS1 came out. And that's why the Dreamcast failed because they were too ahead of their time and then the PS2 came out. They just have to, you know, they should have been aligned with everyone else and they might have been still a viable gaming company. And and stop making Sonic games. They're bad. Unless you're yeah, going to give me Sonic Heroes again. You could only heroes. make a blue hedgehog so exciting. Just let it rest. That, dude, there was I, a he was a werewolf once. That was amazing. That's the worst, the worst game ever. <laughs> uh, Sonic Adventure Battle 3, I will take, and Sonic Heroes 2, I will take. What about uh, the racing games? I, I actually kind of like the racing games to be honest. I I played all of those. I, I have one on my console. Sonic Team Racing Team or something. Racings, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty fun. Yeah. I played this off top. We're talking about Sonic now, but the Sonic racing game where you had hoverboards. I played it on the GameCube. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a green hedgehog he fought. I forget. No, no. What you're talking about. Oh, man. What is that? I can't remember the name I of this one. I have vague glimpses, but I can't piece together a game. All right. Well, there's one where he rides. There's one where most people ride like super fast hoverboards, and then he'll just like run. Like a few games, though. Like... He rides hoverboards? Uh, I think that was in a few of them, though, right? I think I think you're thinking about like when he uses a snowboard and goes down like the San Francisco no. roads no, down the hill. No, but no. that's that's Sonic Adventures. Like, Hell, four, that's that's two Sonic Adventure Battle two. Yeah. rolling around at the speed of sound. That's that's the song that plays. Escape the city. It's about it sounds like it's about suicide, but. We're gonna we're gonna move on. I've examined that song. <laughs> it's a banger. You guys should go listen to it. But uh, I think that's all we got this week, guys. 
I've had fun. It's been a, it's been a good show. Yeah. I think I've ranted enough. I'm good. All right. No, we're good. All right. Well, with that, we will say our goodbyes. Tom, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Alpaca Tom. Garrett, where can they find you? You can find me at Way1G at Twitter and on Xbox. And you can find me at The Muffin Mon. Uh, it's my, you'll see it uh, under my name here most of the show. Uh, it's a one instead of an I and an O instead of an A. And with that, we are out. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.